Welcome to the God Pod. I'm your host of hosts, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. If you enjoy the God Pod, then subscribe. The God Pod is available everywhere you get podcasts. Also, you'll gain access to an extra 90 minutes of the God Pod every week by joining our Patreon. Become a heathen today at patreon.com slash thegodpod or write us a nice review. Remember, if you write us a review, I, the Lord thy God, shall read it on the God Pod. Here's a couple right now. Meranking00 wrote, Amazing podcast, five stars. On Apple Podcasts. Pretty nice, right, Jesus? That's beautiful. Thank you, Meranking. They didn't start out nice and then dovetail, you know, just just take a twist into something nasty like that one we read a few weeks ago. <laughs> right. Um, Short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No backhanded compliments. Uh, this next one from She-Ray. She-Ra? Yeah. I I'd see say She-Ra. She-Ra. Gave us five stars. My favorite pod. This atheist never thought she would hear the voice of God. But not only have I heard it, I love it. Oh, thanks, Shira. That makes me so happy. I feel like listening to that Pharrell Williams song now for like, you know, about being happy no. on a loop no. for like 20 no. minutes. Moses, you want to join no. me? No. no. Okay. No. All right. Later. Uh, Jesus will join me for that. It's uh. time to bring out our guest. Our guest today is Bo of the fifth column. Uh, what is a fifth column, you might ask? It's a reasonable question. Not everyone knows. Well, let's talk about that. A fifth column is any group of people who undermine a larger group from within. And I got that from Wikipedia, so you know it's true. <laughs> and sometimes that means posting videos online. Uh, it's also a badass name for a YouTube channel. Bo of the fifth column is here. He has a huge following on various platforms. He has 450,000 followers on YouTube. And his social and political commentary videos have generated millions and millions of views. Hi, Bo. Welcome to the God Pod. <laughs> How's it going? Hey. Woo! <laughs> Tell us about yourself. How did you become Bo of the Fifth Column? Okay, so that's a question that comes up a lot, actually. What is the Fifth Column? So the original right. story behind it is uh, there's a general approaching a city. He wants to get the city to surrender, and he tells him that he has four columns approaching, one from the north, south, east, and west, and a fifth column inside the city ready to open the gates. And, it, you know, that's the story. The The name came around from an independent news outlet that we started that the idea was to open the gates of the media because there was a lot of gatekeeping. That's where it, it came from. And that was like all of the branding and marketing. And it just kind of flowed over to, right, right. to the YouTube channel. Okay. I like it. I like the, I like it. Bo of the fifth columns got a, it's a badass name. It is. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a superhero. <laughs> and it's like, you know, personally, I read about this. I was like, okay, so basically he's with the fifth column. Maybe we can join Jesus. Yeah. Maybe can we, we can join? join the fifth column. And basically we'll work from within. Uh, we'll help those Americans so that they can get like when the Canadians come, you know, to rescue America from fascism, <laughs> right. the oh, Germans. Yeah. We could open the gate. Yeah. Yeah, the Germans, the British, and the Japanese, and the Canadians, they're all going to come and rescue the USA from fascism. <laughs> you just open the gate on that big, beautiful wall. Uh, so so where are you from? Uh, I grew up on the Tennessee-Kentucky line. That sounds like a song. It, it, it kind of is. <laughs> I grew up on the Tennessee-Kentucky line. It, it kind of is. Moved around, lived in the <laughs> South most yeah. of the time I was growing up. 
And yeah, now I live in Northwest Florida, which is lower Alabama. If you've never been here. Right. Oh, Um, oh, wow. Yeah. What did they tell you to believe growing up in the, in the deep South there? What was the church experience like for you? uh, Southern Baptist and Catholic Uh churches are what I I went to. Um, And then I met, uh, my older people within my family who are native and wound up going to sweat lodges and stuff like that. Ooh, cool. Uh, so pretty diverse upbringing, I guess, on that part of it. Yeah. And, and which one did you prefer the churches or the sweat lodges? I mean, you can sweat in both uh, sweat lodges because yeah. at least, you know, sweating there was intentional. <laughs> and yeah. And how much do you sweat in there? Is it like a sauna? Do they pass around a bowl? Like, you know, oh, no, it is, it's actually, it is physically painful. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. it, it's not relaxing at all. I mean, so it, you come out, you've lost like seven pounds. Kinda, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and you can't, how long are you in there? You can't eat, you can't drink. I think uh, I've seen this on like arrested development. They, I mean, it depends on how it's done. Um, but normally there's four sections to it to keep it. Simple. Mm. Um, and it can be 40 minutes. It can be mm-hmm. hours. Not bad. <laughs> um, and it just, it depends on. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm just so interested in this. We got to try this, uh, gang. Yeah, let's make one. So how, what, how did it make you feel? Are you, are you still religious today? Or did uh, you become an agnostic? Or do you not, no longer believe in us? I think I know enough to know that I don't know. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I let's see. Until Michael, I actually had an EP, uh, a sweat lodge in the backyard. The, the hurricane took it out. Um, I'll probably mm. build another one eventually. And I still do that. I, I think that there's probably some force at work that we don't know about. Damn right. I'm busting my ass. Right. Um, well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, thanks for leaving the door open just to, just to, just a smidge. Yeah. And I hope you get another sweat lodge hurricanes be damned. Sorry about that. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. You know, you get out there, you get a good sweat. And uh, you just meditate, right? While you're there. I'm back on the sweat lodges again. I'm sorry. I <laughs> so basically you, you end up talking about the things that you, that you need to discuss. It's, it's like prayer kind of. Mm-hmm. So is there somebody in the sweat lodge? Sometimes. Yeah. In fact, most oh, times it's okay. done as a group. Oh, okay. Wow. It is a very unique experience. There, there's songs cool. there. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along with it. That, that sounds badass, actually. It, it that is. sounds like a fun time. <laughs> All right. Well, when you build it again, we want to come to the party. Let's talk about uh, your videos. And I say let's talk about because um, <laughs> one thing I like about your, your channel is that they all start with let's talk about and then the subject. And I got to be honest, I was so I got put on to you like a year ago by one of my patrons of the God pod. And uh, they asked then, can you have Bo the fifth column on? And I was like, well, I, I don't think I can get this guy. And then uh, I started uh, formatting some of my videos with those titles. <laughs> <laughs> Imitation is the sincerest form of flat, uh, sincerest form of flattery. So let's, uh, let's, let's listen to uh, what I picked out this video. I, you have, a, you have so many videos. You, you, he's make, Bo's making these videos all the time, commenting on the latest stuff in the news. So check it out. Um, but I liked this one and uh, I just want to listen to it. For, so our audience can get a taste of what Bo of the fifth columns commentary on YouTube is like. What do you say, Jesus? Yeah, let's do it. Well, howdy there, internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. 
We've talked about it numerous times on this channel. A lot of the issues that have arisen and come into public conversation during the Trump administration are not really the Trump administration's fault. <gasps> the mismanagement that has occurred during this administration simply put a floodlight on a lot of the inequities that already existed in the United States, existed before him. And in a bizarre turn of events, that mismanagement led to the state that he's in, and that state that he's in <laughs> has put a floodlight on his mismanagement. <laughs> Amen. One of the overriding issues with the Trump administration is President Trump's desire and practice of putting himself, his interests, his image, and his reelection chances over what's in the best interest of the country. That's how we wound up here. That's how he wound up where he is. I think it would be fair to say that the president is currently not capable of fully discharging the duties of his office. <laughs> Discharge. He's got a lot on his plate. He's distracted. And that's fine. It's completely understandable. However, there's been no temporary transfer of power. Aside from that, aside from the completely understandable distractions that exist because of what he's going through, He's focusing on his campaign between the understandable distractions and his campaign. Who's running the country? Who's discharging the duties of his office? They're sitting there creating PR photos and then <laughs> mishandling that. <laughs> and that campaign, his entire campaign is the idea that he is going to provide for the safety, security, and dignity of the United States. That's his thing. He's going to keep everybody safe. Tells them what to be afraid of and says he'll protect them from it. That's his campaign. The reality is the Secret Service has a budget of about two and a quarter billion dollars a year. Their primary duty is to provide for the safety, security, and dignity of the executive. In order for him to end up where he is right now, he had to override them. He had to go against their advice, their experts, ignore their procedures and their protocols. And he can do it because he's the chief executive. But he had people telling him it wasn't a good idea. But he ignored it because he believes he knows better. At this moment, the nation doesn't really have a president. They have somebody with that title who is not fully discharging the duties of their office and who is more concerned with their reelection chances.
that's why that's why Pence hasn't taken over. It's because he's afraid of the image and how that will impact him. He's more concerned with the campaign. I'm going to suggest that if the president cannot provide for the safety, security, and dignity of the White House with a team of experts with a two and a quarter billion dollar budget, he probably can't do it for the entire country. I think he's in one of those feedback loops where he's getting bad advice. I think the longer this goes on, the more apparent his mismanagement is going to be. The more a floodlight is going to be directed at these issues. I would also suggest that if the president was running the country half as well as he pretends to be, he wouldn't need to campaign. It certainly wouldn't be at the top of his agenda. He would have more important things to do, like the duties of his office. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> it's just a thought. Oh, I, I love it. It all I makes it. sense. It all makes sense. It, he's like the opposite of me, guys. Right. Very calm. <laughs> Very calm. Just came out of the sweat lodge. I need a sweat lodge so I can take more pauses. I never realized how slowly I talked until here, like listening to it without the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ASMR. I, uh, and, and you know, it's just, ah, it's relaxing. Yeah. What I liked about it is it was very relatable. It was like a fireside chat. So much yes. on YouTube yes. are these, you know, videos with all these cuts yeah, and fast exactly. paced. Right. This is very. That's social media. We got, we got to get your attention. Oh, please don't click away. Right. Please, please. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like it too, because it's target. It feels like it's targeted at people that are on the fence or maybe even kind of right wing. Who aren't sure, you know, is the, what, why, why shouldn't I like Trump? And it's sort of, it's a good thing to, you know, to deprogram people who might be in that zone because, you know, the, the slow speaking style and just breaking it down in a very logical way. And I like that whole, we were listening to that and I'm just like, you just want to scream. He can't protect himself. <laughs> <laughs> And then he wait, you wait, you wait, and then he delivers the knockout punch. And it's it's really well done. Oh, thank you. Is that your goal, Bo, to bring in people from the right? I mean, do you think you ever convince people or? Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Oh, nice. De definitely. The uh, the whole channel started um, as, as a joke when, because I hid my accent for a long time. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, you know, some colleagues found out that, that I had one. They encouraged me to make a joke using it or make a video using the accent and, and showing people. And I did, and yeah. it was it was just it was a joke, and it blew up, and right. it resonated with the 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 right more than right. <laughs> more than the people who normally follow it. I was like, oh my god, I can't, I have to do this, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Oh, it, it all makes sense because, like, so so you yeah, you have to hide your accent, you know, for work sometimes. You know, people have to do that. They gotta like eh, talk like corporate. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> that that happens. So that's cool. I did read about that, and some people are like, "Is he for real? Is he is he really have an accent?" I don't think I've ever heard that the... before. Where you have to hide your accent. <laughs> well, Moses, you've had it good. Well, that's true. <laughs> my, my accent. They need to hear my accent. Not so everyone can me. be the chosen scion of God. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of seems. I I don't think I've ever really heard about that. Like you know, to hide your accent, it's it's just a. a is that normal? In journalism, everybody tends to adopt a non-regional accent. It doesn't matter where you're from. That's why all anchors sound the same. Exactly. Um, ah, so I did right. it to a lesser degree. You know, I actually thought I was doing it really well until people went back and, and watched videos where I, I was hiding it. And they're like, no, he still has it. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't hide the bow, the bow within. So <laughs> did you have the beard? Because you got to, what do you call that kind of beard? I hesitate to say Duck Dynasty. Uh, laziness. Uh, damn it, I said La- it. Laziness. <laughs> laziness. <laughs> laziness. Did you have the beard when you did the first video? Uh, yes. This is, yeah. This, yeah, I think uh-huh. so. Or at least okay. had very, uh, it may not have been like this pronounced because it goes, it grows until I just can't, you know, handle it. And then I'll trim it down and then I'll let it grow. Again. Right. It really is laziness. It's, it's nice. It's long and lustrous. You know, I can't compare to mine as God, but I, I, it's, it's, it's pretty good. You got a, you got a pretty good little beard there, Bo. Well, I appreciate that. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I sat on my tractor, put overalls yeah. on trucker cap had dipped in my mouth and i just played it so up. you really you really uh hammed it up the oh spirits, right? yeah and and played the yeah. accent up really heavily yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. as i realized that it, it had some <laughs> social value i was like man i can't keep playing the accent up so i had to walk it back yeah my normal accent over the course yeah. of videos um, just authentic and genuine yeah i had to get uh, back yourself, to that so <laughs> i love your t-shirts um I need it makes me want to buy more t-shirts. Bo's got some great t-shirts, by the way, Bo. Congrats on that. Um <laughs> I think that uh yeah, that it makes sense. It kind of reminds us me of um our guest we had a few weeks ago, Brent Terhune. Have you seen him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. People see someone, they think this is a Trump supporter just based on their existing bias, or they think everybody that looks like they're from the South is a Trump supporter, which of course isn't true. And, um, so then to hear you talking in this, you know, way, it just shocks people and it's interesting that, uh, so well done with that. Oh, thank you. You're doing the Lord's work. He's converted many people for all we know, you know, Bo has single-handedly shifted this election by like three points. What do you think? (laughs) This is possible. This is very possible. This is possible. Me too. I think people greatly overestimate my influence at times. (laughs) (laughs) I I get messages like that. Really, I was, Why are you I was talking bad about around. you know this person. You're going to cost them the election. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I know <laughs> a redneck like, in his shop can cost the person their election. They don't need to be in office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being a fan, but uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how you got started. So what has your journey been like online? Any what have been the highs and the lows? I saw that you uh you, you talked to Marianne Williamson is is one thing I saw. Really? I don't know if that was a high or a low. Sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I love Marianne. I do. Okay. Um, and I, the whole thing to me has been a high because yeah. you know, initially I, I was print journalism, online journalism, writing, mm-hmm. and the idea was was to spark conversation and all of this, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't happen. And then the joke spun into this, which I reach, I reach as many people a day now than I did a month writing. 
Of course. And it just, it's a day. It, it, it's pretty cool. Um, it is cool. And I like, you know, I, I love seeing the reactions. I saw there was a, an Anglican priest that recently used one of my themes to make a, a, a wider point. And I was just like, when something like that happens, I know it, that may not seem like the real highs, but to me, when I realized that something I'm saying has resonated to the point where they have taken it and adapted it and they're using it and they're applying it, that to me is cool. It's like yeah. seeing my, my, my shirts that say Bo, the fifth column or whatever out at, you know, demonstrations or people feeding the homeless or something like that. That yeah. to me is, those are the real highs. That's amazing. Well done. Uh, hopefully we can get up on Bo's level someday, Jesus. Let's but, hope um, so. <laughs> well, so we got to start with the sweatshop. <laughs> yes. We'll start from the sweat shop in the backyard and work backwards. So I, why do people like, this is a crazy question. Why do people like authoritarianism so much? Is it my fault? Uh, I think, I think in some ways, yeah. I think yeah. in some ways, yeah. yeah. People are programmed to uh, feel that it's, behave and do the right thing or be punished rather exactly. than do the right thing because you're supposed to, which is what, you know, that, that other guy said. Exactly. So yeah, stop doing things because you think I'm going to smite you. You know, most of you are going to be fine. Only when you're really, really bad. Do I do, you know, maybe I'll take your appendix out or give you a mild <laughs> COVID infection like Trump or land a fly on your head. But, um, <laughs> Well, we're going to get into that next, into the in the me damn news, because there's a lot that's going on. Before we wrap up the interview segment of this episode, what what is, where's the best place for our listeners to follow your work, Bo? Uh, definitely YouTube. Um, yeah. Bo, the fifth column on YouTube, and we are starting a second channel um, here in the next month or so that is going to be on the road, though socially distanced. Oh, wow. So you're going to be doing like live shows? We're eventually, we're going to be doing uh, like community networking, like building, helping people build community networks. We're going to be traveling to different cities and the same way I'll use a historical event to frame the events of today, I'll use the history of the city, the location where we're at to do it. Um, oh, it's, wow. It's so you're building little place. fifth column chapters everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> is, there awesome. any, is there any fear this could turn into a real thing? <laughs> like, uh, like fight club? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's funny cause there's memes about that because you know, really <laughs> two, na two names. I don't sleep, you know, I can actually kind of <clears throat> see that. <laughs> so just to get out ahead, everybody don't hurt anyone. Right. <laughs> um, just, just, you know, like, and comment and share. All right. So thanks, Bo. That was captivating. I'm so honored to have you here. Uh, it's just amazing that uh, to talk to a fellow creator mm -hmm. who's who's out there doing their thing. Care to stick around for the me damn news? Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. We'll be right back after Moses's word of the week. <laughs> Uh, thank you, dear Lord and Savior. Uh, here's the thing. This word of the week is a special word because, uh, well, let me just tell you the word of the week. The word of the week is schmooze. And I'll tell you why it's special. Because it's being stolen. Okay? The Yiddish came up with schmooze. 
many, many years ago, and it simply means to talk or chat. It's like I went and had a schmooze with a friend of mine. But nowadays, people are saying when they say schmooze, somehow it's something where you're rubbing elbows and you're making yourself look cheesy, and it's known as a negative thing. So I just wanted to make it clear that the word of the week is the original definition of schmooze. Just a chat, just a talk. That's it. That's the word of the week. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Moses. I always appreciate how um, out of left field the word of the weeks are. They don't really apply to the theme of the episode, which is great right. <laughs> because we need a little randomness here, a little fun. Right. Like, for, for example, you could say that the bow here is just here with us for a schmooze. For a schmooze. Right. It's like, and, and it's not a negative thing. It's no. like hanging out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's not, oh, Bo came and he schmoozed with God. It's like, oh, what a jerk. No, it's not that. <laughs> you got to you think, though, Moses, this word, it's kind of an onomatopoeia, don't you think? It's like, ooh, schmooze. Yeah, you sure, really, sure. I, I don't know if you know, you're going to be able to raise awareness on this. There's just so many competing issues. I understand. Uh, <laughs> I understand. Not the best week to bring up uh, an issue of mine. I understand. <laughs> no, please, please, please keep doing it. I'm holding on to that reality as hard as I can <laughs> because this this timeline that we're examining here down on earth in that little US of A <laughs> it's it's messed up but at least we're doing stuff right right Jesus that's right we're trying Moses how are you doing with the covid I'll tell you how I'm doing I am officially covid free woo no more covid uh, hallelujah yeah, I don't know how it works. Maybe it comes back. Maybe it just hangs out somewhere. But uh, it's nowhere inside of me. This is Kevin amazing. And just is two days ago, yeah, just two days ago, we interviewed Kevin COVID. Yes, yes. I, I now he's I, long that gone. May have something Great. to do with it. Yeah. yeah, and remember, I asked him. I was like, "Listen, work a little harder on Trump, right? And and good job with the Republicans, but right. you know, leave Moses's body. I think you, you got know, to him." I think yeah, I think he listened. Ah, great. Yeah. And I, I think he wants to be a guest on the show. So he's like, well, I, if I want to be a guest again, <laughs> I better kiss up to God. <laughs> so I, yeah, I believe yeah. that has something to do with it. Yeah, coronavirus, huge fam whore. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy the God Pod, please make sure to subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe today. Let's talk about that uh, VP debate last night, gang. Did you all watch it? You bet. Yes, yes. Kamala lived up to expectations, I thought. Oh, yeah. She did great. I I have to tell you, I was a bit surprised that uh pence was as rude as he was because he's so i mean of surprised. course he, yeah i'm surprised because i thought he would kind of be scaled back and boring but he kept just talking down to susan page the the moderator susan saying, yes susan yes susan susan and i was susan, like susan i got to say more trump, trump yeah. has been rubbing off on him for years what, yeah, what can true, you say true <laughs> Kamala came for pence in terms of the coronavirus and their mishandling of it the first 2 minutes was like evisceration. Can we play that? The American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any presidential administration in the history of our country. 
And here are the facts. 210,000 dead people in our country in just the last several months. Over 7 million people who have contracted this disease. One in five businesses closed. We're looking at frontline workers who have been treated like sacrificial workers. We are looking at over 30 million people who in the last several months had to file for unemployment. And here's the thing. On January 28th, the vice president and the president were informed about the nature of this pandemic. They were informed that it's lethal in consequence, that it is airborne, that it will affect young people, and that it would be contracted because it is airborne. And they knew what was happening and they didn't tell you. Can you imagine if you knew on January 28th, as opposed to March 13th, what they knew, what you might have done to prepare? They knew and they covered it up. The president said it was a hoax. They minimized the seriousness of it. The president said, you're on one side of his ledger. If you wear a mask, you're on the other side of his ledger if you don't. And in spite of all of that, today they still don't have a plan. They still don't have a plan. Well, Joe Biden does. And our plan is about what we need to do around a national strategy for contact tracing, for testing, for administration of the vaccine, and making sure that it will be free for all. That is the plan that Joe Biden has and that I have, knowing that we have to get a hold of what has been going on, and we need to save our country and Joe Biden is the best leader to do that. And frankly, this administration Thank you. has forfeited Thank you, their right to reelection based on this. Good job, Kamala. You ripped him a new asshole. Um, yeah. That's exactly what needed to be said. It, he he had to shut up at the beginning and she just annihilated him. What did you think, <laughs> Bo? I thought the whole thing was entertaining. I wasn't really impressed with with either of them in their performance. Oh, I think yeah. it was very exactly what we were expecting. I mean, kind of like the last one, it was, it was mm. what we were expecting a, a disaster. Um, but I do think that, I, I think that a, a, a lot of younger women can take a cue from I'm speaking, Yeah, I, I'm speaking. And if, yes. if that doesn't do it, turn it to I'm speaking. Why are you? And just mm. <laughs> because it, it, there was an impact on social media because she was mm -hmm. drawing attention to it. Had she not done that, I don't know that uh, people would have noticed how overbearing he was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She should have done it more even. Yeah. Um, and there, I loved great. when she would chastise him, she would look directly at him and give this big smile yeah. and pause. Oh, the shade. You love the shade, right? Jesus. <laughs> I do. I do. She was, she was throwing mad shade, but I think she did great. She prosecuted the case. Like, you know what? Like people are like, who's a better debater, Kamala or Pence? Blah blah blah. Well, he was a radio host. Whoa, that matters. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? She had on her side the fucking truth. Yeah. Two hundred ten thousand people have died. Like, does anyone care? I, I, how do how do how do they not care? Um. So yes, yeah, they. She said they knew and they covered it up. You know, she laid it all out there, which is exactly what I wanted. I want the truth to have its day. Because I'm fucking sick of lies. Yeah. And uh, she said, I'm speaking. That was great. Um, but personally, Jesus, I think that we stole the show. We did. I mean, it's, it's really the Holy Spirit. And the reason the Holy Spirit isn't here with us today is because she's tired. She had a big night. 
she uh, she became a fly and landed on Pence's head. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. You That's one of those surprises we've been planning for everybody for months, and we pulled yes. it off flawlessly. I mean, it's clearly a sign from me. Yeah. I, what do you want? It was there for a solid two minutes. <laughs> I love that she actually stuck to her two-minute time frame. She didn't. <laughs> yes, yes. The no fly did a better job than Pence. Yeah, yeah. that flight just uh, got cozy in Pence's greased-up hair. Where were you? I, I lost my – I went off like a frog in a sock because <laughs> what <laughs> – yeah, Twitter where were you? Life. Where were you when you realized there was a fly in Pence's hair? <laughs> <laughs> I was on the couch and I could not look away. And just every passing <gasps> second that that fly remained, just further and further, uh, increased my enjoyment. Where, of how the far did you, did you get off the couch? Were you like standing, you know, ten inches away from the monitor, from the TV screen? Well, I hopped on Twitter and I I joined in on the fly. You're, you're like, was, is that a fly? Is that a fly? Yeah, <laughs> Twitter came um, to life. <laughs> <laughs> we live, for, you know. This is this is we. Good job, Holy Spirit. You gave everybody life last night. Yeah. Um, we actually have a clip. The fly. Um, we have this clip from Vinny Thomas, who's a comedian on Twitter, who does like impersonation. I think he's done the, a fly before. Oh. And I just wanted to play it because it's funny. Oh my God! I'm so sorry to interrupt. I fly in because I smell a little bit of a poop. <laughs> But it is no poop. It is a dead man. So I, I sit on top of a dead man corpse and I rub my hands like this. I rub my hands like this. But it's hard to stand still because he keep talking. He keep talking. So I rub my hands together like this. And I fly over to the other lady. I fly to the other lady. But she said, but she said, but she said, I'm talking. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I fly back to the man and I sit on top of a snowball hair and I rub my hands together like this. I rub my hands together like this. I love it. I love it because he smells like a dead man and he has a little dead man eyes, a little sunken dead man eyes and crusty, crusty dead man lips. And I love it. I love it here. And I, I, I cannot leave. I cannot leave. I rub my hand again like this. And I'm so bad. I'm a little fly. <laughs> well done, Vinny. Got to hand it to uh, Biden's team, too. I mean, they really jumped on it with this photo they of did. Biden oh, in, yes. in the fly swatter. They added a fly swatter to Joe Biden's online store, which I ordered 10 bucks. I can't wait for it to arrive. And, and this uh, is what you got to do to win yeah, in America, yeah. okay? Just yeah. be funny. Just be genuine. Just be funny. Be quick. You know and what I mean? Play the, the little, game. Yeah, and I think the little thing he said was truth over flies, I think is what he said. Yeah, Ooh, and they oh, also okay. bought flywillvote.com. <laughs> I saw that. We'll probably all forget about this by, uh, you know, tomorrow. Right. But, uh, you know, lots of coronavirus news this week. Um, yeah. Still spreading Stephen throughout Miller? the White House. Stephen Miller. Still, yes. Caught it's it. It's a huge outbreak there. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 just, it doesn't look good. <laughs> like the no. moderator was asking questions like, so the president has coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Who cares? It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, Pence Pence probably has it too. Did you see his pink eye? Oh yeah. That is a symptom. I was reading. That was last difficult night. to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what a week we've had, gang. Um so yeah, I mean everybody's catching it. Two presidential valets. 
who carry the nuclear launch codes have tested positive coronavirus, and that's fucked up. Yeah. Because they have to be close to the president. Right, right. They have to travel with him everywhere he goes. Just like the Secret Service. I know that pissed you off. I pissed everybody off, Bo. Oh, yeah. That bothered me. He put the Secret Service, (laughs) you know, these people are risking their lives to save him, and he doesn't give a fuck. It's one thing to jump in front of a bullet, but when he's purposely saying, hey, I'm throwing them. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one directly attacking them with his germs. It's it's attempted murder. Before I was a journalist, I was a, a security consultant, a contractor, and I mm. did I did bodyguard work. Blackwater and oh god no, I was good at what I did. <laughs> um, just, the, the, okay, just so everybody knows, Blackwater is kind of like the Walmart of the contracting world. They yeah. got a lot of options, but they're not really great. Aren't you impressed by how much I know, Bo? <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. Well, I mean, you're all knowing, so I mean, I was kind of expected. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I can tell you, I've had some horrible clients when I was doing that. I had never had anybody that behaves the way he does to them. Like it's, it has to be. Oh, yeah. He's had every, he, he's just been able to do whatever he wanted since he was seven years old. And so he still acts like a seven year old. Oh yeah. But in good news, Stephen Miller caught it. And, um, right. Twitter had another little field day with that, making the same five jokes. I give credit to the people that came up with original jokes. Good job. Um, that takes a, that takes an extra level of skill to like know what the you know I, he did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, real original. Um, things like that. So good job, Twitter. We enjoyed that. Um, who's gonna be next? Who's gonna be next? I guess we'll see. You know, they have a. They're probably all gonna be okay, right? Except for um, Herman Cain, <laughs> and. Um, Probably Chris Christie. Chris is there something Christie, going yes. around that maybe Pence possibly has it? Do you believe that he might have it? Didn't he get tested before the debate? Well, they said he doesn't have it, but you yeah. know what? Can you believe? Right. And well, it might just not be detectable yet, so we might find out in the weeks ahead. And why didn't the monitor mute his ass? I don't think they have a mute button yet, right? Well, <laughs> well they said that they were going to implement new measures. Yeah. Before the next debate, and they did jack shit. I think it was. And why are these debate moderators always like so timid? Did she do better than uh, Chris Wallace? Though I feel like she did. She I also mean, didn't she's have... did, yeah. Well, because it was Pence, it wasn't right. fucking Trump. Right. Chris Wallace should have stood up and said, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> I will don't make me come over there, you little paid. shit. I would have paid. I will turn this <laughs> fucking car around. Like exactly. Like he deserves a parent. So anyway, to yell yeah. at him. So. Oh, this uh, this next oh, there's so we're gonna get into some uh, more religious news. There have been some some things that caught my eye this week beyond Trump saying that uh, miracles came down from heaven to save him, which isn't true. No, no, we didn't we didn't offer help there. But no, he, we're the ones that gave you coronavirus, idiot. He has been, of course, of course, released from the hospital, and a Trump supporter wept with joy in a viral video saying, Jesus himself, mm-hmm. I saved the president. Is that true? No. Okay. That steroid <laughs> and those medical cocktails did, I guess, for the time being. Right. Every drug, experimental drug they have, they threw in there at poor Kevin COVID. Yeah. Poor Kevin COVID. <laughs> he didn't deserve yeah. that. <laughs> let's, let's get to this next story, though, about Eric Trump. Yeah, uh, Eric Trump. He said his dad literally saved Christianity in a radio interview. We have to listen to the clip because this it just doesn't 
make sense what he was talking about. You know, for natural gas in this country, he's protected the Second Amendment. He's literally saved Christianity. I mean, there's a full out war on faith in this country by the other side. I mean, the Democratic Party, the far left, is, has become the party of the quote unquote atheist. I mean, welcome to the God Pod. I'm your host of hosts, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. If you enjoy the God Pod, then subscribe. The God Pod is available everywhere you get podcasts. Also, you'll gain access to an extra 90 minutes of the God Pod every week by joining our Patreon. Become a heathen today at patreon.com slash thegodpod or write us a nice review. Remember, if you write us a review, I, the Lord thy God, shall read it on the God Pod. Here's a couple right now. Meranking00 wrote, Amazing podcast, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Pretty nice, right, Jesus? That's beautiful. Thank you, Meranking. They didn't start out nice and then dovetail, you know, just just take a twist into something nasty like that one we read a few weeks ago. <laughs> right. Um, Short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No backhanded compliments. Uh, this next one from She-Ray. She-Ra? Yeah. I I'd see say She-Ra. She-Ra gave us five stars. My favorite pod. This atheist never thought she would hear the voice of God. But not only have I heard it, I love it. Oh, thanks, Shira. That makes me so happy. I feel like listening to that Pharrell Williams song now for like, you know, about being happy no. on a loop no. for like 20 no. minutes. Moses, you want to join no. me? No. no. Okay. No. All right. Later. Uh, Jesus will join me for that. It's uh. time to bring out our guest. Our guest today is Bo of the fifth column. Uh, what is a fifth column, you might ask? It's a reasonable question. Not everyone knows. Well, let's talk about that. A fifth column is any group of people who undermine a larger group from within. And I got that from Wikipedia, so you know it's true. <laughs> and sometimes that means posting videos online. Uh, it's also a badass name for a YouTube channel. Bo of the fifth column is here. He has a huge following on various platforms. He has 450,000 followers on YouTube. And his social and political commentary videos have generated millions and millions of views. Hi, Bo. Welcome to the God Pod. <laughs> How's it going? Hey. Woo! Tell us about yourself. How did you become Bo of the Fifth Column? Okay, so that's a question that comes up a lot, actually. What is the Fifth Column? So the original right. story behind it is uh, there's a general approaching a city. He wants to get the city to surrender, and he tells him that he has four columns approaching, one from the north, south, east, and west, and a fifth column inside the city ready to open the gates. And, it, you know, that's the story. The The name came around from an independent news outlet that we started that the idea was to open the gates of the media because there was a lot of gatekeeping. That's where it came from. And that was like all of the branding and marketing. And it just kind of flowed over to, right, right. to the YouTube channel. Okay. I like it. I like the, I like it. Bo of the fifth column's got a, it's a badass name. It is. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a superhero. <laughs> and it's like, you know, personally, I read about this. I was like, okay, so basically he's with the fifth column. Maybe we can join Jesus. Yeah. Maybe can we, we can join? join the fifth column. And basically we'll work from within. Uh, we'll help those Americans so that they can get like when the Canadians come, you know, to rescue America from fascism, <laughs> right. the oh, Germans. Yeah. We could open a yeah. gate. <laughs> Yeah, the Germans, the British, and the Japanese, and the Canadians, they're all going to come and rescue the USA from fascism. You just <laughs> open the gate. 
on that big, beautiful wall. Uh, so, so where are you from? Uh, I grew up on the Tennessee, Kentucky line. That sounds like a song. It, it, it kind of is. <laughs> I grew up on the Tennessee, Kentucky line. It, it kind of is. Moved around, lived in the <laughs> South most yeah. of the time I was growing up. And yeah. yeah, now I live in Northwest Florida, which is lower Alabama, if you've never been here. Right. Oh, um, oh wow. Yeah. What did they tell you to believe growing up in the in the deep South there? What was the church experience like for you? Uh, Southern Baptist and Catholic uh-huh. churches are what I, I went to. Um, okay. And then I met my uh, like older people within my family who are native and wound up going to sweat lodges and stuff like that. Ooh, cool. Uh, so pretty diverse upbringing, I guess, on that part of it. Yeah. And and which one did you prefer, the churches or the sweat lodges? I mean, you can sweat in both. Uh, sweat lodges, because yeah. at least, you know, sweating there was intentional. <laughs> and Yeah. And how much do you sweat in there? Is it like a sauna? Do they pass around a bowl? Like, you know, oh, no, like- it is. It's act. It is physically painful. <laughs> like yeah. it, it's not relaxing at all. I mean, so it, you come out, you've lost like seven pounds. Kind of. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And you can't, how long are you in there? You can't eat, you can't drink. I think I've seen uh, this on like arrested development. They, I mean, it depends on how it's done. Um, but normally there's four sections to it to keep it simple. Mm. Um, and it can be 40 minutes. It can be mm-hmm. hours. Not bad. <laughs> um, and it just, it depends on. Well, Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm just so interested in this. We got to try this, uh, gang. Yeah, let's make one. So how, what, how did it make you feel? Are you, are you still religious today? Or did uh, you become an agnostic? Or do you not, no longer believe in us? I think I know enough to know that I don't know. I, yeah. I, so, I mean, I let's see. Until Michael, I actually had an Anipi, uh, a sweat lodge in the backyard. The, the hurricane took it out. Um, I'll probably mm. build another one eventually. And I still do that. I think that there's probably some force at work that we don't know about. Damn right. I'm busting my ass. Right. Um, well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, thanks for leaving the door open just to, just a, just a smidge. Yeah. And I hope you get another sweat lodge hurricanes be damned. Sorry about that. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. You know, you get out there, you get a good sweat and, uh, you just meditate right while you're there. I'm back on the sweat lodges again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> so basically you, you end up, talking about the things that you, that you need to discuss. It's, it's like prayer kind of. Mm-hmm. So is there somebody in the sweat lodge? Sometimes. Yeah. In fact, most oh, times it's okay. done as a group. Oh, okay. Wow. It is a very unique experience. There, there's songs cool. there. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along with it. That, that sounds badass, actually. It, it that is. sounds like a fun time. <laughs> All right. Well, when you build it again, we want to come to the party. Let's talk about uh, your videos. And I say let's talk about because um, <laughs> one thing I like about your your channel is that they all start with let's talk about and then the subject. And I got to be honest, I was so – I got put on to you like a year ago by one of my patrons of the God Pod. And uh, they asked then, can you have Bo the Fifth Column on? And I was like, well, I, I don't think I can get this guy. And then uh, I started uh, formatting some of my videos with those titles. <laughs> <laughs> Imitation is the sincerest form of flat, uh, sincerest form of flattery. So let's uh, let's let's listen to uh, what I picked out this video. I, you have a, you have so many videos. You, you, he's make Bo's making these videos all the time, commenting on the latest stuff in the news. So check it out. 
Um, but I liked this one, and uh, I just want to listen to it for, so our audience can get a taste of what Bo of the Fifth Column's commentary on YouTube is like. What do you say, Jesus? Yeah, let's do it. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. We've talked about it numerous times on this channel. A lot of the issues that have arisen and come into public conversation during the Trump administration are not really the Trump administration's fault. <gasps> the mismanagement that has occurred during this administration simply put a floodlight on a lot of the inequities that already existed in the United States, existed before him. And in a bizarre turn of events, that mismanagement led to the state that he's in, and that state that he's <laughs> in has put a floodlight on his mismanagement. <laughs> Amen. One of the overriding issues with the Trump administration is President Trump's desire and practice of putting himself, his interests, his image, and his reelection chances over what's in the best interest of the country. That's how we wound up here. That's how he wound up where he is. I think it would be fair to say that the president is currently not capable of fully discharging the duties of his office. <laughs> Discharge. He's got a lot on his plate. He's distracted. And that's fine. It's completely understandable. However, there's been no temporary transfer of power. Aside from that, aside from the completely understandable distractions that exist because of what he's going through, he's focusing on his campaign. Between the understandable distractions and his campaign, who's running the country? Who's discharging the duties of his office? They're sitting there creating PR photos and then mishandling that. <laughs> and that campaign, his entire campaign is the idea that he is going to provide for the safety, security, and dignity of the United States. That's his thing. He's going to keep everybody safe. Tells them what to be afraid of and says he'll protect them from it. That's his campaign. The reality is the Secret Service has a budget of about two and a quarter billion dollars a year. Their primary duty is to provide for the safety, security, and dignity of the executive. In order for him to end up where he is right now, he had to override them. He had to go against their advice, their experts, ignore their procedures and their protocols. And he can do it because he's the chief executive. But he had people telling him it wasn't a good idea. But he ignored it because he believes he knows better. 
at this moment, the nation doesn't really have a president. They have somebody with that title who is not fully discharging the duties of their office and who is more concerned with their reelection chances. That's why, that's why Pence hasn't taken over. It's because he's afraid of the image and how that will impact him. He's more concerned with the campaign. I'm going to suggest that if the president cannot provide for the safety, security, and dignity of the White House with a team of experts with a two and a quarter billion dollar budget, hmm. he probably can't do it for the entire country. I think he's in one of those feedback loops where he's getting <laughs> bad advice. I think the longer this goes on, the more apparent his mismanagement is going to be. The more a floodlight is going to be directed at these issues. I would also suggest that if the president was running the country half as well as he pretends to be, he wouldn't need to campaign. It certainly wouldn't be at the top of his agenda. He would have more important things to do, like the duties of his office. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thought. Uh, I love it. It all makes it. sense. It all makes sense. It, he's like the opposite of me, guys. Right. Very calm. <laughs> Very calm. <laughs> just came out of the sweat lodge. I need a sweat lodge so I can take more pauses. I never realized how slowly I talked until here, like listening to it without the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ASMR. I uh, and, and you know, it's just ah, it's relaxing. Yeah. What I liked about it is it was very relatable. It was like a fireside chat. So much yes. on YouTube yes. are these, you know, videos with all these cuts yeah, and fast exactly. paced. Right. This is very That's social media. We got we got to get your attention. Oh, please don't click away. Right. Please, please. Right. Ah, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like it too because it's target. It feels like it's targeted at people that are on the fence, or maybe even kind of right wing, who aren't sure. You know, is the what? Why? Why shouldn't I like Trump? And it's sort of it's a good thing to you know to deprogram people who might be in that zone because you know the the slow speaking style and just breaking it down in a very logical way. And I like that whole. We were listening to that, and I'm just like, you just want to scream. He can't protect himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wait, you wait, you wait, and then he delivers the knockout punch, and it's it's really well done. Oh, thank you. Is that your goal, Bo, to bring in people from the right? I mean, do you think you ever convince people or? Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Oh, nice. De definitely. The uh, The whole channel started um, as, as a joke when, because I hid my accent for a long time. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> um, hmm. And then, you know, some colleagues found out that, that I had one. They encouraged me to make a joke using it or make a video using the accent and, and showing people. And I did, and yeah. it was it was just it was a joke, and it blew up, and right. it resonated with the 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 right 
more than more, more than the people who normally follow me. I was like, oh my God, I can't, I have to do this, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Oh, it, it all makes sense because like, so, so you, yeah, you have to hide your accent, you know, for work sometimes, you know, people have to do that. They got to like, eh, talk like corporate. Uh, <laughs> that, that happens. So that's cool. I did read about that. And some people are like, is he for real? Is he, is he really have an accent? I don't think I've ever he heard making... that before where you have to hide your accent. <laughs> well, Moses, you've had it good. Well, that's true. <laughs> my, my accent, they need to hear my accent. Not everyone can me. be the chosen scion of God. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, it, it kind of seems, I, I don't think I've ever really heard about that. Like, you know, to hide your accent, it's, it's just a, a is that normal? In journalism, everybody tends to adopt a non-regional accent. It doesn't matter where you're from. That's why all anchors sound the same. Exactly. Um, ah, so I did right. it to a lesser degree. You know, I actually thought I was doing it really well until people went back and, and watched videos where I, I, I was hiding it. And they're like, no, he still has it. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't hide the bow, the bow within. So <laughs> did you have the beard? Because you got to, I don't, what do you call that kind of beard? I hesitate to say Duck Dynasty. Uh, laziness. Uh, damn it, I <laughs> La said it. Laziness. <laughs> laziness. Did you have the beard when you did the first video? Uh, yes. This is, yeah. This, yeah. I think uh -huh. so. Or at least okay. had very, uh, it may not have been like this pronounced because it goes, it grows until I just can't, you know, handle it. And then I'll trim it down and then it'll let it grow again. Right. It really is laziness. It's, it's nice. It's long and lustrous. You know, it can't compare to mine as God, but I, I, it's, it's, it's pretty good. You got a, you got a pretty good little beard there, Bo. Well, I appreciate that. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I sat on my tractor, put overalls yeah. on trucker cap had dip in my mouth yeah, and i just played it so up. you really you really uh hammed it up the oh spirits, yeah right? and and played the yeah. accent up really heavily yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. as i realized that it, it had some <laughs> social value i was like man i can't keep playing the accent up so i had to walk it back yeah to my normal accent over the course yeah. of videos um, just authentic and genuine yeah i had to get back to or... that so <laughs> i love your t-shirts um I need, it makes me want to buy more t-shirts. Bo's got some great t-shirts, by the way, Bo, congrats on that. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, that, it makes sense. It kind of reminds us me of, um, our guest we had a few weeks ago, Brent Terhune. Have you seen him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So exactly. People see someone, they think this is a Trump supporter just based on their existing bias or they think everybody that looks like they're from the South is a Trump supporter, which of course isn't true. And, um, right. so then to hear you talking in this, you know, way, it just shocks people and it's interesting that, uh, so well done with that. Well, thank you. You're doing the Lord's work. He's converted many people for all we know, you know, Bo has single-handedly shifted this election by like three points. What do you think? <laughs> this Bo? is possible. This is very possible. This is possible. Me too. I think people greatly overestimate my influence at times. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get messages like that. Really, I was, I was just joking about, around. You know, this person, you're going to cost them the election. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I know. <laughs> a redneck like, in his shop can cost the person their election. They don't need to be in office. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a fan. But uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how you got started. So what has your journey been like online? Any, what have been the highs and the lows? I saw that you, uh, you, you talked to Marianne Williamson is, is one thing I saw. Really? I don't know if that was a high or a low. Sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I love Marianne. I do. Okay. Um, and I, the whole thing to me has been a high because yeah. you know, 
initially I, I was print journalism, online journalism, writing, mm-hmm. and the idea was was to spark conversation and all of this, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't happen. And then the joke spun into this, which I reach, I reach as many people a day now than I did a month writing. Of course. And, and it just, it's a day. It, it, it's pretty cool. Um, it is cool. And I like, you know, I, I love seeing the reactions. I saw there was a, an Anglican priest that recently used one of my themes to make a, a a wider point and i was just like when something like that happens i know it that may not seem like the real highs but to me when i realize that something i'm saying has resonated to the point where they have taken it and adapted it and they're using it and they're applying it that to me is cool it's like yeah. seeing my 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 shirts that say bow the fifth column or whatever out at you know demonstrations or people feeding the homeless or something like that that yeah. to me is those are the real highs. That's amazing. Well done. Uh, hopefully, we can get up on Bo's level someday, Jesus. Let's but, hope um, so. <laughs> well, we got to start with the sweat shop. <laughs> yes, we'll start from the sweat shop in the backyard and work backwards. So, I, why do people like this? Is a crazy question. Why do people like authoritarianism so much? Is it my fault? Uh, I think. I think in some ways, yeah. I think yeah. in some ways, yeah. yeah. People are programmed to uh, feel that it's behave and do the right thing or be punished rather exactly. than do the right thing because you're supposed to, which is what, you know, that, that other guy said. Exactly. So yeah, stop doing things because you think I'm going to smite you. You know, most of you are going to be fine. Only when you're really, really bad do I do, you know, maybe I'll take your appendix out or give you a mild <laughs> COVID infection like Trump or land a fly on your head. But um, <laughs> we're, we're going to get into that next, into the in the me damn news, because there's a lot that's going on. Before we wrap up the interview segment of this episode, what, what is, where's the best place for our listeners to follow your work, Bo? Uh, definitely YouTube. Um, yeah. Oh, the fifth column on YouTube. And we are starting a second channel. Um, here in the next month or so that is going to be on the road, though socially distanced. Oh, wow. So you're going to be doing like live shows? We're eventually we're going to be doing uh, like community networking, like building, helping people build community networks. We're going to be traveling to different cities. And the same way I'll use a historical event to frame the events of today, I'll use the history of the city, the location where we're at to do it. Um, Oh, wow. So you're building little fifth column chapters everywhere. Yeah. Is there, awesome. any, is there any fear this could turn into a real thing? <laughs> like, uh, like Fight Club? Uh, um, yeah, you know, and it's funny because there's memes about that because, you know. Really? Two, na- two names, I don't sleep, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. Mm, I can actually kind of mm-hmm. see that. <laughs> so just to get out ahead, everybody, don't hurt anyone. Right. Um, <laughs> just, just, you know, like and comment and share. All right, so thanks, Bo. That was captivating. I'm so honored to have you here. Uh, it's just amazing that uh, to talk to a fellow creator mm-hmm. who's who's out there doing their thing. Care to stick around for the me damn news? Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. We'll be right back after Moses's word of the week. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, thank you, dear Lord and Savior. Uh, here's the thing. This word of the week is a special word because, uh, well, let me just tell you the word of the week. The word of the week is schmooze. And I'll tell you why it's special. Because it's being stolen. Okay? The Yiddish came up with schmooze many, many years ago. And it simply means to talk or chat. It's like, I went and had a schmooze with a friend of mine. But nowadays, people are saying when they say schmooze, somehow it's something where you're rubbing elbows and you're making yourself look cheesy. And it's known as a negative thing. So I just wanted to make it clear that the word of the week is the original definition of schmooze. Just a chat. Just a talk. That's it. That's the word of the week. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Moses. I always appreciate how um, out of left field the word of the weeks are. They're not really applied to the theme of the episode, which is great. Right. <laughs> because we need a little randomness here. A little fun. Right. Like, for, for example, you could say that the bow here is just here with us for a schmooze. For a schmooze. Right. It's like, and, and it's not a negative thing. It's no. like hanging out. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It's not, oh, Bo came and he schmoozed with God. It's like, oh, what a jerk. No, it's not that. <laughs> you got to you think, though, Moses, this word, it's kind of an onomatopoeia, don't you think? It's like, ooh, schmooze. Yeah, you sure, really, sure. It, I, I don't know if you know, you're going to be able to raise awareness on this. There's just so many competing issues. I understand. Uh, <laughs> I understand. Not the best week to bring up uh, an issue of mine. I understand. <laughs> no, please, please, please keep doing it. I'm holding on to that reality as hard as I can <laughs> because this this timeline that we're examining here down on Earth in that little U.S. of A, <laughs> it's, it's messed up. But at least we're doing stuff, right? Right, Jesus? That's right. We're trying. Moses, how are you doing with the COVID? I'll tell you how I'm doing. I am officially COVID-free. Woo! No more COVID. Uh, Hallelujah. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Maybe it comes back. Maybe it just hangs out somewhere. But uh, it's nowhere inside of me. This is Kevin amazing. And just is two days ago, yeah, just two days ago, we interviewed Kevin COVID. Yes, yes. I, I now he's I, long that gone. May have something Great. to do with it. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I asked him. I was like, "Listen, work a little harder on Trump, right? And and good job with the Republicans, but right. you know, leave Moses's body." I think you, you got know, to him. I think yeah, I think he listened. Ah, great. Yeah. And I, I think he wants to be a guest on the show. So he's like, well, I, if I want to be a guest again, <laughs> I better kiss up to God. I so I, yeah, I believe yeah. that has something to do with it. Yeah, coronavirus, huge fame whore. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy the God Pod, please make sure to subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe today. Let's talk about that uh, VP debate last night, uh, gang. Did you uh, all watch it? You bet. Yes, yes. Kamala lived yes. up to expectations, I thought. Oh, yeah. She did great. I have, I have to tell you, I was a bit surprised that uh, Pence was as rude as he was because he's so, I mean, of surprised. course, he, yeah, I'm surprised because I thought he would kind of be scaled back and boring, but he kept just talking down to Susan Page, the, the moderator. Susan. Saying, yes, Susan. Yes, Susan. Susan. And I was Susan, like, Susan, I got to say more. Trump. 
Trump yeah. has been rubbing off on him for years. What, yeah, what can you true, say? True. <laughs> Kamala came for Pence in terms of the coronavirus and their mishandling of it. The first two minutes was like evisceration. I, can we play that? The American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any presidential administration in the history of our country. And here are the facts. 210,000 dead people in our country in just the last several months. Over 7 million people who have contracted this disease. One in five businesses closed. We're looking at frontline workers who have been treated like sacrificial workers. We are looking at over 30 million people who in the last several months had to file for unemployment. And here's the thing. On January 28th, the vice president and the president were informed about the nature of this pandemic. They were informed that it's lethal in consequence, that it is airborne, that it will affect young people, and that it would be contracted because it is airborne. And they knew what was happening and they didn't tell you. Can you imagine if you knew on January 28th, as opposed to March 13th, what they knew, what you might have done to prepare? They knew and they covered it up. The president said it was a hoax. They minimized the seriousness of it. The president said, you're on one side of his ledger. If you wear a mask, you're on the other side of his ledger if you don't. And in spite of all of that, today they still don't have a plan. They still don't have a plan. Well, Joe Biden does. And our plan is about what we need to do around a national strategy for contact tracing, for testing for administration of the vaccine and making sure that it will be free for all. That is the plan that Joe Biden has and that I have, knowing that we have to get a hold of what has been going on and we need to save our country. And Joe Biden is the best leader to do that. And frankly, this administration has forfeited their right to reelection based on this. Good job, Kamala. You ripped him a new asshole. Um, That's exactly what needed to be said. He... (laughs) He had to shut up at the beginning, and she just annihilated him. What did you think, Bo? <laughs> I thought the whole thing was entertaining. I wasn't really impressed with with either of them in their performance. Oh, I think yeah. it was very exactly what we were expecting. I mean, kind of like the last one. It was it was mm. what we were expecting, a, a disaster. Um, but I do think that I, I think that a, a, a lot of younger women can take a cue from I'm speaking. Yeah, I, I'm speaking. And if, yes. if that doesn't do it, turn it to I'm speaking. Why are you? And just mm. <laughs> because it, it there was an impact on social media because she was mm-hmm. drawing attention to it. Had she not done that? I don't know that uh, people would have noticed how overbearing he was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She should have done it more even. Yeah. Um, and there, I love great. When she would chastise him, she would look directly at him and give this big smile yeah. and pause. Oh, the shade. You love the shade, right, Jesus? <laughs> I do. I do. She was, she was throwing mad shade. But I think she did great. She prosecuted the case. Like, you know what? Like, people are like, who's a better debater? Kamala or Pence, blah, blah, blah. Well, he was a radio host. Whoa, that matters. <laughs> uh, you know what she had on her side? The fucking truth. Yeah. 210,000 people have died. Like, does anyone care? I, I, how, do, how, do, how do they not care? Um, so, yes, yeah, she said they knew and they covered it up. 
You know, she laid it all out there, which is exactly what I wanted. I want the truth to have its day because I'm fucking sick of lies. Yeah. And uh, she said, I'm speaking. That was great. Um, But personally, Jesus, I think that we stole the show. We did. I mean, it's it's really the Holy Spirit. And the reason the Holy Spirit isn't here with us today is because she's tired. She had a big night. She uh, she became a fly and landed on Pence's head. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. You That's one of those surprises we've been planning for everybody for months, and we pulled yes. it off flawlessly. I mean, it's clearly a sign from me. Yeah. I've- what do you want? It was there for a solid two minutes. <laughs> I love that she actually stuck to her two-minute time frame. She didn't- <laughs> yes, yes. The no fly did a better job than Pence. Yeah. yeah, that flight just uh, got cozy in Pence's greased up hair. Where were you? I, I lost my, I went off like a frog in a sock because <laughs> what? Yeah, where were you? Life. Where were you when you realized there was a fly in Pence's hair? <laughs> <laughs> I was on the couch and I could not look away. And just every passing <gasps> second that that fly remained just further and further. Uh, increased my enjoyment. Where, how of the far away did, you, did you get off the couch? Were you like standing, you know, ten inches away from the monitor, from the TV screen? Well, I hopped on Twitter and I I joined in on the fly. <laughs> you're, you're like, was is that a fly? Is that a fly? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter came um, to life. <laughs> we live, for, you know. This is this is we. Good job, Holy Spirit. You gave everybody life last night. Yeah. Um, we actually have a clip. The fly. Um, we have this clip from Vinny Thomas, who's a comedian <laughs> on Twitter. Who does like impersonation? I think he's done the, a fly before. Oh. And I just wanted to play it because it's funny. Oh my God. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I fly in because I smell a little bit of a poop, <laughs> but it is no poop. It is a dead man. So I, I sit on top of a dead man corpse and I rub my hands get like this. I rub my hands together like this. But it's hard to stand still because he keep talking. He keep talking. So I rub my hands together like this. And I fly over to the other lady. I fly to the other lady. But she said, but she said, but she said, I'm talking. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I fly back to the man. And I sit on top of a snowball hair. And I rub my hands together like this. I rub my hands together like this. I love it. I love it because he smells like a dead man and he has a little dead man eyes, a little sunken dead man eyes and crusty, crusty dead man lips. And I love it. I love it here. And I, I, I cannot leave. I cannot leave. I rub my hand again like this. And I'm so bad. I'm a little fly. <laughs> well done, Vinny. Got to hand it to uh, Biden's team, too. I mean, they really jumped on it with this photo they of did. Biden oh, yes. in the fly swatter. They added a fly swatter to Joe Biden's online store, which I ordered 10 bucks. I can't wait for it to arrive. And, and this uh, is what you got to do to win yeah, in America, yeah. okay? Just yeah. be funny. Just be genuine. Just be funny. Be quick. You know and what I mean? Play the, the little, game. Yeah, and I think the little thing he said was truth over flies, I think is what he said. Yeah, and Ooh, they oh, also okay. bought flywillvote.com. <laughs> I saw that. We'll probably all forget about this by, uh, you know, tomorrow. Right. But, uh, yeah. you know, lots of coronavirus news this week. Um, yeah. Still spreading Stephen throughout Miller? the White House. Stephen Miller. Still, yes. Caught it. It's a huge outbreak there. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 just, it doesn't look good. <laughs> like, the no. moderator was asking questions like, so the president has coronavirus. 
<laughs> so what? Who cares? It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Pence Pence probably has it too. Did you see his pink eye? Oh yeah. That is a symptom. I was reading. That was last difficult night. to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what a week we've had, gang. Um so yeah, I mean everybody's catching it. Two presidential valets who carry the nuclear launch codes have tested positive coronavirus, and that's fucked up. Yeah. Because they have to be close to the president. Right, right. They have to travel with him everywhere he goes. Just like the Secret Service. I know that pissed you off. I pissed everybody off, Bo. Oh, yeah. That, that bothered he me. He put the Secret Service, <laughs> you know, these people are risking their lives to save him, and he doesn't give a fuck. It's one thing to jump in front of a bullet, but when he's purposely saying, hey, I'm throwing them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is the one directly attacking them with his germs. It's it's attempted murder. Before I was a journalist, I was a, a security consultant, a contractor, and I mm. did I did bodyguard work. Blackwater and oh god no, I was good at what I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so everybody knows, Blackwater is kind of like the Walmart of the contracting world. They yeah. got a lot of options, but they're not really great. Aren't you <laughs> impressed by how much I know, Bo? Yeah, that, that, yeah. Well, I mean, you're all knowing, so I mean, I was kind of expected. Yeah, uh, right. Um, I can tell you I've had some horrible clients when I was doing that. I never had anybody that behaves the way he does to them. Like it's it has to be oh, yeah. He's had every he he's just been able to do whatever he wanted since he was seven years old. And so he still acts like a seven year old. Oh yeah. But in good news, Stephen Miller caught it and um right. Twitter had another little field day with that, making the same five jokes. I give credit to the people that came up with original jokes. Good job. Um, that takes a, that takes an extra level of skill to like know what the you know I, he did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, real original. Um, things like that. So good job, Twitter. We enjoyed that. Um, who's going to be next? Who's going to be next? I guess we'll see. You know, they have a. They're probably all going to be okay, right? Except for um, Herman Cain, <laughs> and. Um, Probably Chris Christie. Is there something going around that maybe Pence possibly has it? Do you believe that he might have it? Didn't he get tested before the debate? Well, they said he doesn't have it, but you know, what can you believe? Right. And it might just not be detectable yet. So we might find out in the weeks ahead. Why didn't the monitor mute his ass? I don't think they have a mute button yet, right? Well, they said that they were going to implement new measures before the next debate, and they did jack shit. I think it was. And why are these debate moderators always like so timid? Did she do better than uh, Chris Wallace, though? I feel like she did. She I also mean, didn't she's have... did, yeah, well, because it was Pence, it wasn't right. fucking Trump. Right. Chris Wallace should have stood up and said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I will, don't make me come over there, you little shit. Me. I would have paid it. I will turn <laughs> this fucking car around. Like, exactly. Like, he deserves a parent. So, anyway, to yell yeah. at him. So. Oh, this uh, this next oh, there's so we're gonna get into some uh, more religious news. There have been some some things that caught my eye this week beyond Trump saying that uh, miracles came down from heaven to save him, which isn't true. No, no, we didn't we didn't offer help there. But no, he, we're the ones that gave you coronavirus, idiot. He has been, of course, of course, released from the hospital, and a Trump supporter wept with joy in a viral video saying, Jesus himself, mm-hmm. I saved the president. Is that true? No. 
Okay. <laughs> that steroid and those medical cocktails did, I guess, for the time being. Right. Every drug, experimental drug they have, they threw in there at poor Kevin COVID. Yeah. Poor Kevin COVID. <laughs> he didn't deserve yeah. that. Let's, let's get to this next story, though, about Eric Trump. Yeah, yeah, Eric Trump. He said his dad literally saved Christianity in a radio interview. We have to listen to the clip because this it just doesn't make sense what he was talking about. You know, for natural gas in this country, he's protected the Second Amendment. He's literally saved Christianity. I mean, there's a full-out war on faith in this country by the other side. I mean, the Democratic Party, the far left, is, has become the party of the quote-unquote atheist. I mean, they want to attack Christianity. They want to close churches. They want to, you know, Bullshit. they're totally fine keeping liquor stores open, but they want to cho- close churches Bullshit. all over the country. I mean, look what he's done in the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East. He's, you know, Bullshit. look what he's done with prescription drug prices. Like, you know, insulin going... Close churches? That makes no sense. He's conflating the coronavirus protections with liberals wanting to destroy church that's bullshit okay there's a different jesus you want people not to die right jesus yeah that's all i want i want everybody to to live and and be healthy gosh darn it yeah this guy he's got such a nerdy voice too he literally saved christianity who knew that he's when did he start sounding like that i know that's what i thought too. he did not literally save christianity thanks for clearing that up jesus yeah no problem um thought it was pretty obvious what, what do you think, Bo? I saw you put out a video on this. Right. I, I just wish that, you know, the, the, the liberals were half as powerful as the, <laughs> the, yeah. the administration believes they are. Yeah. Um, yeah and no, they're about to have a 6 3 court. Clo- closing church- churches does not, uh, closing churches does not end Christianity, even if that was to happen. If and all the churches were gone, the theory is that anywhere there's a couple of people hanging out talking about Christ, that that's uh that's church. I mean that's yeah. like in the book. So I mean I think that's true. I mean, you wrote it, you know. I didn't write that piece of shit. That was human <laughs> being. That was ghostwriters. But um so they got a lot of things wrong. But um a lot of things a lot of good stuff too. And um yeah I don't think anyone wants to destroy the church. Those <sighs> On the left. Oh, everybody on the left is an atheist. Bullshit. Oh, oh, they're such victims. Bullshit. They're about to have a 6-3 court and try to overturn gay marriage and Roe v. Wade. And they're still pretending that they're the victim. Fuck you. Great point. (laughs) Oh, that pissed me off too, by the way. Pence. Pence acting like, you know, he believes in science. He's basically making it sound like him and Trump are in the lab personally creating the coronavirus vaccine. And meanwhile, he doesn't believe in scientists. He doesn't believe in science on climate change. Yeah. And he thinks that uh, being gay means you have to get sent to a camp. Yeah. I liked when Kamala brought up that moment where Trump literally said, or maybe the science is wrong, a few weeks ago when he was talking to uh, California officials. No, Trump clearly does not follow the science because he literally said that. <laughs> he thinks he hey, what I think is funny is that Pence actually so many things. I was tweeting like crazy, but like <laughs> he brings up breaking the forest. Yep. As a way to stop wildfires. Like he's actually carrying that through. So you know right. that like behind the scenes, Trump is really strong, really passionate about this raking the forest thing. 
<laughs> I also don't think they understand that a lot of those are federally managed forests, which means it's yeah. their fault. Their own fault. <laughs> yeah, even by their own definition, it's their fault. Even if that word work. I, someday I hope that, you know, Trump goes to prison and some of some of his labor is actually raking forests. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> Wipe it down with a uh, swiffer. No, Do all kinds of things, Trump. So um some more fun stuff happened this week. Yeah. Let's check in with a Karen. Yeah. Let's have a little Karen news. Yeah. A court Karen claims discrimination in being required to wear a mask. Let's listen to her. She sounds crazy. <laughs> so I just wanted to share some of my experience with you, what it's been like um, being an unmasked individual in Johnson <laughs> County this summer. Uh, I could say a lot about my time in Johnson County this summer not wearing a mask which is my choice as a free individual. But I'll boil it down to one point, which is discrimination. What? It has nothing to do with a virus, and it has everything to do with how we treat one another. For being an idiot. I am discriminated against every single day in my county now, sometimes multiple times a day. Sometimes multiple times a day? I'm told, (laughs) stand back. Stop it. God is dead. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> good. Good. Oh, good. good uh, you. you fucking moron. <laughs> oh, can we ever just say it like it is? It is what it is. They're fucking idiots. Okay. They don't believe in science. The president doesn't believe in science. The Republicans have, don't believe in science, and they never have, and they never will. They just use it when convenient, and the rest of the time, they're catching plague. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not funny because a lot of innocent people have caught coronavirus and died because of these fucking irresponsible bastards. And I know that I curse a lot, but me, damn it, it's necessary. <laughs> wow, somebody has to. <sighs> Sorry, Jesus. I know you don't like the cr- the cuss words. Yeah, you're gonna make me wash my ears today, but it's okay. Mm. You're angry. Well, you should it. be doing that anyway. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, let's get to this next story. Let's get to the head idiot in chief. Yeah, and back to church with yeah, misleading video. Trump falsely claims Democrats want to shut down churches. So there was this video tweeted in which we see a pastor holding an outdoor mass. And he gets arrested because I guess he's not supposed to be hosting this uh, an outdoor gathering like this. And yeah. Trump sees this video and then retweets it. Dems want to shut down. Time to exploit down. it. Yep. Yeah. He just goes to the most root level on every, all of their talking points. He dumbs it down to the most insane bullshit. Like, uh, Democrats want to, he would say, they'll take your baby out after it's being born and shoot it in the head. Or stab it with a knife. I think he's literally said shit like that. He says it all the time. He says that they want to uh, shut down churches. No, they don't. Nobody wants this. It was supposed to be over in two months. If And it would have been if it weren't for those pesky morons. They could get it done in weeks if everybody started wearing a mask and staying indoors and not gathering oh. for outdoor church. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so um, he's he needs to be shut down. Honestly, someone needs, they need to gag this idiot because he's getting people killed. Uh, But, you know, the good news is that it's not as if it's just not talking about a floodlight. 
New Zealand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the other countries in the world. Good job that are doing, you know, you're doing a good job at defeating it. Uh, it just it just shines the light on how, on what a bad leader Trump is. Yeah. Trump, uh, the United States has the most deaths in the world per capita, like the most deaths in the world for any country. Mm-hmm. And more per capita than many countries. And and cases are rising again. And winter is coming. It could get a lot worse. Winter is coming, and that's not said in a Game of Thrones way. Right. That's, uh, it's just reality, gang. It's going to get worse. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I'm pre- we're preaching to the choir here, Jesus, I think. Yeah. But you mentioned New Zealand. They beat coronavirus for the second time with no active community cases as wow. of today. There's a yeah, country because they had like seven, you know. Yeah, but they took it seriously. Yeah, it, it, they have. If they it, have two in those countries, they're like, "Holy shit, we have two. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> in the United States, they're like, "Oh, two hundred ten thousand people dead. Whatever, libtard. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so worried today. Today, Trump is talking about going back on the road and having rallies. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, very much against Do it. the debate commission saying, hey, we're going to make this. Uh... <laughs> you heard that. You have yeah. Bo's approval to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing the uh, the virtual debate, and Trump said, nah, I'm going to hold a rally instead. He doesn't yeah, want to do the, the next spi- debate. Yeah, the spineless coward uh, doesn't want to be in a debate right now because they're going to say, so, you have coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know that it causes problems with mental acuity. So I think uh-huh. he legitimately can't handle it. Great point. Yeah. Great point. Well, and you yeah, know, he was like, on he was on Fox Business this morning and he said, I don't want to do a virtual debate because they can cut me off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you need to be cut off, you fucking child. <laughs> well, you know, I, I um Someone brought this up the other day for uh, Ask God. Moses, you'll remember this. Sure. Um, th- in the first episode, Jesus, I uh, of this podcast, mm-hmm. I mentioned that there needs to be a plague for idiots. Yeah. That's when we started working on it, that night. Exactly. <laughs> so it's 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 been something that's been needed for a long time in the USA. And um, because what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like- Trump is going to be gone someday, but these morons are still going to be there, emboldened. And they're just getting more and more crazy all the time. Keep doubling down, doubling down, doubling down. Yeah. What's the answer, Bo? How do how do you deprogram this cult? Well, first, Trump has to lose in a landslide. And then uh-huh. we have to slowly but surely just kind of point out from the very beginning, go basically go through his entire administration. Every time Biden attempts to fix something that Trump did, we explain why, treat him like a child. This is what he did. These were the consequences. This is why he had to go into a timeout. This is why we have to fix this problem. Um, and it's still not going to work with some of them because they have conflated their party with their country they have conflated their party with their religion and in some cases they've conflated trump himself with their country with their politics with what they believe with their god jesus it's a cult in in many ways it is a cult the chosen one 
Exactly. They, 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 I think they love him more than you, Jesus. In fact, I'm uh, sure of it. No, come on. And it's true. The conflate, the conflation of it all into one big thing. Wow. I think, I think, you know, they should pack the shit out of the court. I'm glad that they're not answering <laughs> because there's a little, leave the door open there for doing it because the, the, they've stolen elections time and time again. And, uh, it's unbalanced. It's going to be unbalanced. They're going to bring back, you know, alleyway abortions and things like that are going to happen because of that already happening because of, of their stated, you know, plans. And if you try to say anything, oh, you're attacking religion, you're attacking their religion. Give me a break. Okay. They, 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 how do they claim religion and worship someone like Trump? Well, because they, they worship what Pence stands for. They worship that Trump's going to protect them. Pink eye? Why are they such bigots? I mean, come on, gang. <sighs> okay, well, I guess it's time for our new commandment of the week. shall not act like Mike Pence and think that God is going to forget that shit. Stop playing with people's lives, says Pence, who just attended a super spreader event last week where all his best friends got sick. Listen, sometimes I work in mysterious ways, and sometimes I work in really obvious ways, like giving Trump COVID and all the Republicans COVID and making shit for brains Pence, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> That's right. I sent that fly into Pence's hair. Good job, little buddy. A fly landed on his head. Clearly a sign from God. Trump catches COVID. Clearly a sign from me. The Lord thy God. Smite. Just when you think it's over, it ain't over. Good old God quick fast smites the entire Republican Party with COVID, puts Trump in the hospital, gives Pence pig eye, and lands a big fucking fly right on his big stupid head for two whole minutes in the span of a week. Woo! Oh, and if you want to make it 10 days, we can include his taxes too. So let it be known that I am not fucking around. The Lord has spoken. <laughs> Epic. If you want even more of the God Pod, join our Patreon. Patrons get an additional 90 minutes of the God Pod every single week. Give it a try for only $1 a month at patreon.com slash thegodpod. 